Hello and welcome to Nick. I'm here, I'm looking at a dog. He's looking at me. You might hear people having a jaunty time outside. That's okay. Sometimes life happens, and frankly, it's vibrant. Well, well, well. Here we are, Dave. I think it's 3,000 million of Quar. And I bought some dog bags today uh, for the dog. I'm not going to put him in the bags. That would be cute, but uh, he's not small enough to be one of those little basket dogs. A bag dog. He uh, And I bought, I bought washable markers, batteries, extra strength Tylenol, some other stuff, cotton bags for my cords. So I got doggy bags and cotton bags, and <laughs> if I confuse the two, we're going to have trouble. This is a podcast. It's one where sometimes I have interviews, sometimes I have solo episodes, and this is one of the solo episodes, and I'm feeling pretty good. I don't know why. I was just on a podcast earlier. I, uh, my friends Chantal and, and Kat have a new podcast. I don't know when it'll be out. And so I spoke to them a couple of hours ago and it uh, really felt great. And uh, I was sort of talking about my routine during this and and um, how I think things are going to be in the near future or far future, depending on how long this goes. Uh, and uh, it was just, it just felt good. It felt grounding. It's It's very great to talk to other people, even if they're saying crazy things, which these two weren't. But I mean, if you're on a Zoom and someone starts talking about 5G, it still counts as interaction with another human and treasure and pleasure it. I'm a comedian. Tonight, the 7th of May at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific, if you go to the Veil Comedy YouTube, I will be streaming with all of these amazing comedians uh, who are part of the um, roster of Avail Comedy. So you've got uh, Ryan Singer, Megan Keister, Chris Fairbanks. These are hilarious people who I mostly met in, in California. And uh, Gareth Reynolds, who co-hosts The Dollop, if you know that podcast. Maggie May, she's hysterical. Phoebe Bottoms is awesome. It's just this great bunch of people, and we were doing the script reads for a while together, but now we've just switched to just shooting the breeze for a while. So uh, last week was really fun, and I hope this one is too, and I'd love it if you gave it a watch. So just go to youtube.com slash comedy. And the second thing I'm going to say is uh, remember how important it is right now to shop uh, in your locality. So stay away if you can from... All the big male people, and all the big, like, big men, but also, but only if they're bad. Big bad men. And, and but, but don't go, I mean, you know, Amazon, don't bother. Just, like, find out who's doing curbside pickup, find out who's shipping in your city with the same stuff. Between shipping costs and, you know, the, the, diff, the price difference is going to be, low. So just just try to do that because it, it, it help your own economy and and not the people 
who don't even pay taxes. And you know how important it is for these big companies to pay taxes now that, especially in Canada, they're just giving us money to survive through this? And ideally in America, that, that happens more, too. Um, it's very important, in my opinion. So there you go. That's all I have to say about that. Um, it's rainy outside, drizzly, windy, gray, and I like it. I'm not sure. I never thought of myself as a only happy when it rains type, but uh, it, it's just, you know, in a, it, when, it, on a nice day in this environment, I go out, no one's got masks, they're breathing deep. They're sneezing, they're biking, they're jogging. I don't feel as comfortable as I used to and happy on a, on a nice day. I mean, I'm, I'm happy to be out always, but it, it's always clouded by anxiety. But on a day like this, less people are out. Temperature's still nice. The wind is still blowing droplets on me, <laughs> which is why I'm wearing a mask. And I've probably said it before, but, you know, throw on a cloth mask when you step out of the house if you're in a, a you know, dense enough area. Because there are four moments when we can't properly stay away from people, which sometimes happens on narrow streets, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, and remember, it's in case you're asymptomatic so that you don't spread it. And then if someone else is doing the same, then we are not spreading it to other people. So the more people do it, the better it is. And especially younger people who may not have symptoms. You know, that's almost the most important people. And when I see these guys trying to show off their little Toronto beards, just wear the mask. Draw a beard on it. Get a white mask. Tape a beard to it. I actually love the... I didn't think I would, but you know those like face covers that are beards? <laughs> I get a kick out of those. Anyway, so wear one of those. Anything that just covers your saliva makers. Please do. And those are your public service announcements during this episode of Nick Flanagan Weekly, which you can also support at patreon.com slash Nick Flanagan Weekly or ko-fi.com slash Nick Flanagan Weekly. And those are all the advertisements off top, if you could call those advertisements. I'm loving my new sound setup, and I hope you are too. I hope it sounds good. And I don't know. I'm just kind of trying to ride this out. I'm reading a book called Parking the Moose. It's by Dave Hill, my buddy. He wrote a book on, on Random House. Uh, it's called uh, Parking the Moose. It's all about how he is a little bit Canadian in his background, so he goes to Canada to find out more. And lo and behold, when he goes to Montreal near the end, who is in the book? I am in the book. And he even mentions my friend Mariana. Shout out to Mariana if you're listening. But yeah, so um, maybe it's a little self-serving to read a book where you're mentioned, but David's a really good writer, and you should check out Parking the Moose. It's, it's quite good. It's, he's, he's a really, really cool writer. Um, light, touch, funny, revealing, and uh, descriptive. You know, all the notes... It's funny when you're rereading because he, he discusses situations I was in and it actually was, I was, I was able to picture that moment, you know, and, and draw it from the, the recesses of my memory and go, oh yeah, that was fun. Seeing autopsy, that was fun. 
not an autopsy, but the band called Autopsy. But really seeing a band live is sort of a, I guess after the show, it's like an autopsy because they're no longer live. You saw it. And then you're sort of dissecting it. And you don't have to dissect someone during an autopsy, but... Okay, enough about autopsies. Oh, but then I got frustrated a bit today. You know, there's just so much opinion bouncing around about uh, the COVID thing. And so much of it is colored by um, what the government is doing for people. In the U.S., there, a lot of people aren't getting what they need. And look, this is true in Canada as well. But in the U.S., there's really a lot of people who are in a situation where, you know, they can't cover their things. They're freaking out. They see re reopening as like the only way they can live. They are dependent on money in what seems to me a way that almost a country like Russia is, you know, where it, it, it's just really, it, it's the lifeblood. I know it is in everywhere, but it's different. I can't even properly explain it. So in the U.S. is where the largest bunch of people saying, you know, open it up, have a good time. And so I think it's important to try to offer why not to do that. And then I saw that Elon Musk, the famous Tesla man, um, father of the child with the math name. I don't know if you've been following that. How, how funny is it when they try to jam inane news down our throats as some sort of fun distraction now? It just highlights how anxious everything is, you know when I have to find out that Grimes and, and Elon Musk had a baby. You know, I like finding that out before anything about those two. And that's not because I'm jealous of Grimes and I want to be married to a million man. No. It's just... I, like, unconsciously expose myself to places that feed me more inane information than if I watched Entertainment Tonight for two years straight every day. And I'm, I'm starting to realize this, and I don't know a way out exactly. Help me escape the vortex. Anyway, Elon Musk was on Joe Rogan like two days after his baby was born. <laughs> or right before his baby was born. I guess he didn't have to go anywhere, so it's not that big a deal. But Which is kind of cool watching the Joe Rogan chill informal thing. You know, two, not two screens, but you can tell they're in different rooms. Anyway, I put it on. I make it, I skip ahead, I skip through it. Mostly it was to find out if they'd be in the same room together. Um, and then I get to this point, and they're talking. And Joe Rogan's like, I, I know people who had COVID. And Elon Musk, like, I know lots of people who had COVID. None of them died. And... Joe Rogan's like, yeah, none of them died, all the people I knew had COVID. And, and then Joe Rogan says, I mean, what we're finding out is this is not quite what we feared. It's not what you feared? Multi-multi-millionaires. What do they have to fear? And on top of that, actually in the U.S., it's kind of matching, it's looking to match the predictions. 
they never said it was going to just kill everybody. They never were like, people, I mean, there's a lot of fear-mongering in the media, but they never said, oh, this is something that everyone, all they said was everyone's going to, a lot of people are going to get it. And that's for sure true. But they said the type of, you know, the most vulnerable people to it, and those are the people that are dying or at least being hospitalized. Not all of them. There's a lot of people who were hospitalized or had terrible experiences with the disease and um, with the virus and and uh, are younger or not necessarily in a vulnerable thing. So I don't know if you meant this is not what we feared because like hospitals aren't being overloaded, which is gonna basically the main cause of death. But it just is crazy to me saying something like that. And as much as I had that reaction, like, oh God, don't. There's people listening and seizing it and saying, okay, yeah, I don't want to be as afraid. And it's great not to be afraid, but it's even better to be aware and cautious. So I am mad that that's the conversation they're having. I don't think it's helpful. I think if people open up their shit, (laughs) they got to be as safe as possible and they can't act like they're invulnerable and irresponsibly. So I just hope nobody does. I don't actually, you know, in in Canada, we've got a lot of issues in the, the shelter system in terms of social distancing. And those are the most vulnerable people to this and that needs to be solved immediately it's already too late in a lot of ways and i think that that's something that people are going to just have to learn the hard way from from this experience is that the 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 less before and after this that we help people who do not have homes uh the the more that we do not help them yeah uh, the more chance this has of sticking around as a threat uh, because they're vulnerable to it. You know, they are, they don't have someone handing them some cool mask with their favorite band logo on it. Joker smile. If, if you have some free time, please knit hip face masks for the unhoused. So that's how I felt. It's like, I, I don't actually have any issues uh, with this, the rogue man, but you know, I, I just think he, he gets irresponsible a lot of the time in terms of under the guise of like, hey, what if this, you know, and that's cool. I do the same thing. I mean, really, it's just something where don't listen to us. Understand. Nobody is an expert who is a, a popular <laughs> analyst of stuff. There's nobody who actually is sure of what they're talking about. They're all going after stats they have selected for to support their viewpoint. I guess I'm doing the same, except that, you know, I'm, I don't know. I guess I'm doing the same. So if you're thinking, I don't listen, I, I don't care that you're saying that, fine. You don't care. That's cool. See how it goes. Meanwhile, the cops are still out there using this as an excuse for police brutality in the U.S. Isn't that amazing? And then on top of that, there's people like just abjectly killing black joggers 
and they aren't even charged yet with stuff. It's like, this country is in deep shit. And I've sunk money into this country, the USA. And it's good, but, you know, it's got a lot of good people, but my God. You know, everything is coming to the, the fore. Is that the expression? And it is stressing me out even though I don't live there. And so I try not to think about it too much. And I hope if you're there that you're safe, that you're not too stressed out, and that you're helping out in your community because that's kind of all we can do as individuals, really. Um, yeah, that's pretty much what I have to say today. I... Uh, I am grateful for hand sanitizer, cloth. I'm grateful for this dog I get to look at whose very existence is soothing and yet also anxiety-inducing if he does the bad things in the home. Uh, I'm grateful for Fantasy Star 4. I've been playing that late at night. I'm grateful for Dead by Daylight. I hope to play against pals with that soon. It's a horror video game that I'm playing on PS4 multiplayer. I'm grateful that my mom has a phone. This lets me call her. And I'm grateful for the cat Manny, which is keeping her company, and which I, and the cat that I miss terribly. And luckily there's a dog here, not replacing Manny, but providing something nice pet-wise. So, you know, watch some cat videos. Meditate, read a book you like, hug yourself if you're staying alone, hug your friend if you're stuck with your friend. And you know what? If you're, you know what? Shave. It feels good. It's freeing. And now you are free because this podcast is over. <laughs>